Welcome to Music with a Mission, where our purpose is to perpetuate and promote the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. Our guests are Vince and Megan Edmund of Rockin' the Nation. Time is now for reaching now to change the world. Screaming loud, hear the pain. Children crying, people dying. There's gotta be a better way. What can we do? Where can we go? ASC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis. Always a blessing to have you with us. Always a blessing to be with you. You know what? It's the Lord. He's the one that just keeps us going and going and going in the land of the living. Our guests are the founders of a performing arts ministry that appears to be on the move as well. And if their name is any indication, they're looking for God to take them to the corners of the earth. And they are Vince and Megan Edmond of Rockin' the Nations. Welcome to Music with a Mission, guys. Hey, how you doing? Hey, thanks for having us. Good-looking married couple for the benefit of our listeners. <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> You're too glad, kind. Glad, glad you guys made it. Uh, you know what? Let's dive right in, Shelby. And, Absolutely. Uh, just tell us what exactly is Rockin' the Nations. Well, Rockin' the Nations is a ministry 
that's not only about music, but also about missions and about outreach, um, starting local, uh, doing outreaches in our community, helping out any way that we can, you know, with food drives, toy drives, whatever we can do. Um, but not only doing that, but taking it, you know, to the state, to the nation, to the world, whatever we can, whatever God, you know, puts on our hearts or whatever doors he opens for our ministry, uh, rocking the nations. Um, you know, but music is one of the things that obviously, um, we stepped out on being that we all sing and can play. Well, I can't play, but Vince you know, okay. and uh, okay. Nathaniel, they play uh, the keyboard. So we took that step out first Understood. and, um, you know, all the doors, God connected us with some awesome people to be able to put our first project together. So uh, how did tomorrow. it get started? Well, you know, it, it basically started out of um, us kind of the Lord leading us out of the ministry that we served for over 13 years. Which ministry was that? It was called New Destiny Christian Center oh, in Orlando, South. Florida, where the late Dr. Zachary Timms was the senior pastor and founder, um, as well as Pastor Reva Timms, who has her own ministry now called Majestic Life Church. So you were an integral part of that ministry? Yes, yes. The Lord matured my wife and I at a, a really quick, um, especially once, because, you know, I started the ministry with the ministry in 1996 with only 13 members. Oh, so you were at the very beginning. In the very beginning, yes. Yeah. And um, in 2007, we hit the 10,000 member plus mark. Um, and then in 2008, controversy hit the ministry. Actually, actually leading into 2008, uh, controversy hit the ministry. And um, um, through that controversy, uh, my wife and I kind of helped maneuver and shift the ministry. And the Lord only took us with the ministry for an extra year and then said, okay, it's time to launch you guys out now. And so, so we helped in the transition of smoothing out everything that happened because I understood the ministry. Okay. So that was the impetus for rocking the nations, the controversy that took place mm-hmm. at the church. Yes. Um, the Lord saw our faithfulness and said, man, if I don't ruffle some fetters here, this young man will think that this is a life project for him. Mm. Right. When all of that happened, how did it make you feel? I mean, you were there from the very beginning. Yeah. Well, for me, you know, for me it was tough because, um, you know, I actually was pastor's armor bearer. Okay. And um, and I also traveled all over the country with him. Uh-huh. Um, and so I was kind of like his protege in a way. But how did it make you feel? Oh, well, it, it was disappointing. It, it was very disappointing because, you know, in, in all honesty, without trying to sound cheesy, and, and, you know, I'm not playing my man card here, but <laughs> I wanted to be just like Dr. Tim's. Like okay. I, you know, I, I, I actually functioned or, or structured my life around the way he did life. Mm-hmm. So I was very I was very disappointed internally. Um, and, and, and so, you know, it, it was very disappointing. And, and, you know, there were some other dynamics that that added, you know, that was just kind of the icing on the cake because I was very hungry for more ministry. And, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, the passage where it says that Jesus wasn't welcomed in his own hometown. Our ministry at the time was governed more by, see, as I go around to a lot of different ministries that we've had the opportunity, Megan and I, to go to all, ministries all over the country. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've liked about a lot of ministries that we've seen is the diversity, even in the, in the staff, right. the different ages, right. you know, okay. so us, the younger ones, didn't really have a say so in the day to day operations of the ministry. Kind of tough, huh? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, how, how did it make you feel, Megan? When the whole controversy sure. happened? Sure. I mean, you were an integral uh, part along yeah. with the hobby. Yeah. Uh, he was there for 13 years. I was only there for probably like four or five okay. years. Well, that's enough to feel um, an impact, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But um, I was disappointed, kind of, you know, in shock. Can't right. believe those kind of things happen. Right. You know, um, seeing a person in one way, but then something else is actually going on, you know, behind the scenes. But um, I stayed there because God had me there. You know, the pastor even asked Vince, you know, is your wife, how does she feel about everything? Um, and I said, you know, of course it hurts knowing what's going on, but I'm here because God put me here. Right. You know, I'm not here for uh just for a name or for a personality, I'm here because God has me here. This is where he has me planted, you know, and I've been blessed because I've been a part of the ministry and I've been serving. Uh, what do you think the lesson is here? Well, there's a few. I think accountability, having people Definitely. around you, you know, for accountability, Definitely. you know, somebody to travel with you, yeah. accountability, yeah. you know. Um, and, and then also not, not only accountability, but 
um, one of the things I learned in this experience is don't surround yourself around yes men or yes women for that matter. Mm-hmm. People that uh, just says yes to anything that you say, even if it's even if it doesn't go along, if it doesn't line up with the word. But I was thinking more on the lessons that you guys learned from this. See, because oh, yeah, w- yeah. when I hear this, the lesson that comes to my mind is worship God and yes. never yeah. worship man. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Well, yeah, would, would that, you say that, that was, that's that was the my thing? There? Yeah, that's exactly. Right. I was, and that was my reason why I wasn't uh, maybe as as uh, struck with. You know, I have to leave. I have to. Da, da, da. I was there worshiping God. Right. You know, of okay. course, I love my pastor and sure. everything like that. But I wasn't just going to run out the door because of something that a person was going through a okay. situation. Right. Right. You okay. Know? Okay. Yeah. What brings you to New York, though? Well, that's a good question. What had happened was. As soon as we realized that the Lord was kind of pushing us out in 2009, it was very tough. You know, we lost our home. You know, we were we were getting paid well at the ministry. Hmm. We lost our home uh, uh, through through foreclosure because, you know, we didn't have that income anymore. And and so we we started building the ministry of Rock in the Nations. And then quite naturally, because my wife and I are worship pastors, people started pulling on us. Hey, I heard you're no longer there. Can you come help us out? And so we started consulting uh, for about a year. And and then we our most recent project, which was in the Lakeland, Florida area, one of the largest church of gods in in Florida. They heard about us and recruited us, moved us down uh, to Lakeland. Things didn't work out because of their finances. Um, And and so as soon as we knew about, say, a month before the end date, the Lord said, go to New York. The Lord said to come to New York. Yes, clearly. Why? Um, some of it was because we actually knew some ministries and we had family here. Okay. And so we knew that this ministry, in order to get it out to the nations, we have to take we had to take steps. And so the first step we took was a step that we thought was a, at least doable or it wouldn't take a great deal of faith. I mean, there was still a lot of faith involved, but because we had a family member that lived in the Bronx, um, we said, you know what, let's just go there and see what happens. So you minister to virtually any ministry? Yeah, we minister. Um, um, we, my wife and I, because um, of our demographics um, and because of our culture, um, we've been able to minister at any church because I've had I've we've led worship and been music pastors for predominantly black church, mm. then for predominantly white church, which was a Lakeland church. Yeah. And then in my history, I've also ministered uh, at Spanish churches. So so the Lord knew what he was doing, even when I didn't know and w- when my wife and I didn't know. What is your demographic? Because members of your group can be considered young adults. How old are you? Ben? I'm 36. 36. Yes. And, and I am 30. I have no shame. I'm sorry, man. No Meg. shame. I am <laughs> yeah. So, so what, what demographic are you looking to reach? Well, you see, my wife and I, we're diverse in the hymns just as well as the contemporary music mm-hmm. and the gospel music. And so our demographic has no limit. And it, and, and, it, and you, when, when you listen to our CD, you'll tell that we're not reaching one particular demographic. I mean, right now, a lot of young people are actually benefiting from our music, just maybe more so because of our age, yeah. you know, and because of our style. Um, but, but you know, we were versed in the hymns and, and we're versed in, in, in other types of uh, music, musicality, if you'll allow me to use that word. Musicality. Yes. Yes. I did listen to some snippets from your CD. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Please forgive me. But I'd listened to a couple of snippets online. It's called New Tomorrow, Rockin' the Nations. Yes. How would you describe your music, the genre? Uh, The reason I ask is because mm-hmm. here at Times Square Church, mm-hmm. we are extremely diverse, over 104 yes. nationalities at last count. Wow. And the music is uh, something that everyone can relate to, whether mm-hmm. it's right down the middle with elements of every genre, hymns, as you just mentioned, mm-hmm. or a specific song that ministers. In other words, something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. So not that there's a comparison, but do you think your music encompasses that ideal? I think so. Um, a lot of people that have uh, heard our music have compared us to like a Israel, a Hillsong, oh. um, like, you know, a meshing. Who else? Um, some of the other people that they've said our music is kind of, you know, that music that is literally around the world. Freddie Rodriguez. Yeah. You know, they've compared us to him. Really? Freddie's been on the show. Yeah. Great guy. Great. Awesome. Yeah. We're already at our first break. 
When we return, want to learn a little bit more about Rock and the Nations, what's next for the group, the Edmund family dynamics. And I know you both have a testimony, too, don't you? Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah I can tell by your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. It's like, yeah, yes. I want to say it. Yes. Uh, you guys are willing to share, so stick around. More music with the mission in a minute. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God is good. His power to change. God is a provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God, God is merciful. God is a husband to the widow. God is the one with your answer. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio. Where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church in New York City. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, Jesus spoke this story. There were some people who took no time to prepare for the dark days that were coming ahead of them. And when those days came upon them, quite unexpectedly they found that they had no ability to see any good in it. They didn't see a way out. They didn't see the hope that was available to them. So they turned to a people who had hope. And those who had hope directed them to the place where strength could be found. Those who had hope in this time of darkness had been a people of prayer. They had taken the time to cultivate a living relationship with the living God. They had the ability to see the hope that Jesus offers, even in the worst of times. They had been a people who had been wise enough to seek God. It is time again to pray. Visit nycprayer.org to find a prayer meeting in your area. That's nycprayer.org. WM Music with a Mission with RT and Rockin' the Nations. Having a great talk with Vince and Megan Edmond, the founders of the Bright and Up and Coming Ministry. Uh, they have a CD out called New Tomorrow, which is available on the group's website, rockinthenations.com. That's rockin', R-O-C-K-I-N, the nations, with an S, <laughs> dot yes. com, where you can find out a little more about our guests, Vince and Megan Edmund, get a visual on them. They're a good-looking couple. Hey, you know what? Uh, You can also get a visual here at the gate, Times Square Church. It's our worship service for young people. Strictly young people is the catchphrase. Ages 13 to 30, every Friday night, 7 p.m. here at Times Square Church. Come and see what the young adults have been raving about. It's worship, singing, poetry, drama. And, of course, Pastor Patrick always brings a powerful, thought-provoking word. The gate, every Friday night, 7 p.m. Come and get a visual. Taste and see that the Lord is good, all right? Come to think of it, you guys uh, might be the types to minister at the gate. Hey, we're, we're, we're at you guys' service. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, l- l- wait, let me consult God on that one. Yeah, well, yes. yeah, well that's what I was just going to say. I've got to talk to our fearless leader when he gets yes. out of the prayer closet, and then he'll yeah. tell Absolutely. me, and then we'll tell you. Okay. Absolutely. Can we... 
can, can, can we can Megan and I plug our website? There's a separate website. Yes, besides. we have. It's vincentmegan.com. That's V as in Victor. Okay. I-N-C-E-A-N-D-M-E-G-A-N.com. And the reason we, we set up that website is because um, a lot of people kind of get confused when they see us and not the whole group. Right. And, and so... We're, we're kind of what we call what you would call the John the Baptist of our ministry. Um, we're paving the way because the other members of the group have very intricate duties that they do back home. So they're not able to travel as extensive as Megan and I are. And so what we've done is we've set up our own website. That way, when we actually uh, look for invitations or we let people know who we are, that way it'll channel them to our website first so they'll see us, see everything we're doing and won't be confused into thinking that a whole group is coming or where's the whole group. So, Understood. Yes, yeah, okay. so, so, so vincentmegan.com. Obviously, obviously right. fought this out. Yes, yeah. sir. And no. not only that, but because there's five of us collectively, but individually we all have our own gifts that we want to pursue. You know, Georgina, she dances. Uh, she's a phenomenal anointed, uh, you know, praise and worship yes. dancer. Yeah. Um, Naomi, she's a phenomenal vocalist, you oh, know, yeah. psalmist, highly anointed. Um, Nathaniel, he plays and sings as well. Produces a little bit. Right. Um, And Vince and I, as a husband and wife team, we go out and minister. You know, we want to have our own CD that we're going to be working on as well. Yeah, we're going to be doing a worship CD. Mm -hmm. And um, people kind of refer us, and and we didn't put this (laughs) stamp on ourselves, but everywhere we go, People say we're the, the we're black. the we're the black or colored David and Nicole Binion. That's wow, that's okay. quite an because honor. of the yeah. same dynamic. Yes, it is. I mean, I I, I take that dynamic. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard people say that from a few different yeah, places. Yeah, different. Yeah, di- it doesn't matter what kind of church, whether it's a a, a, a predominantly white or black or Spanish mm-hmm. church. We we kind of get that. Okay. All, all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we embrace it. I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, it is a pretty good CD, I got to tell you. What is your musical background anyway? Any formal training there? Well, Not for me. Megan doesn't, you know, she didn't, go, you know, you didn't go to school. No, I didn't go to school. I just listened to CDs and sang along with them. That mm-hmm. was my training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, had the, I had the opportunity to go to school. When I first started, um, and I'll try to say this real quick for the sake of time, when I first started in ministry, um, I was what you call an ignorant musician. I only played in one key. Mm-hmm. Um, I only played by ear. And, and so it was kind of like it fit the dynamic of the ministry in the early stages because the ministry was new anyways. Yeah. Uh, but eventually as the ministry grew, I realized that it was time for me to grow. Mm. And so I actually went to school to cultivate my gift. Okay. When I start, you know, and so, so I, I, I was able to get a music degree at Seminole State College in, nice. in, in Orlando, Florida, okay. uh, or the Central Florida area. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you to this day how I made it through because I've never loved. I've never loved school from a standpoint of being sitting down for three, four, five hours at a time. Let me ask you this: What's your philosophy when it comes to spreading the gospel in your unique form of ministry? What is our philosophy? Um, having passion about what you're talking about, okay. really, you know, living, not, not just saying what, saying something, but actually living what you're preaching about mm-hmm. to other people. Took a look at your website, rockofthenations.com, as I mentioned, gives a nice idea of who you are and what you're about. Any requirements or mandates you have for the other members of your group? yourselves that's a good one that's a good one well because the other members which happen to be my siblings are oh a li- yeah yeah okay are, are a little fun. bit yeah <laughs> a little bit younger i always try to push them to not make right. the same mistakes i made mm. you know and and my brother at the age of only 22 is so much way farther along than i was when i was 22 i mean oh, he's a good a- thing yeah exactly he's able to get um a lot of different ministry engagements because of his because he's such a polished musician. And so so we pushed them. In fact, it's a funny story. When we actually started the project, uh-huh. um, I told, we sat down and we mapped everything out. And I told everyone, please do not come with cheesy lyrics or, or you know, something that doesn't sound right. And they just hit it out the park. You know, M- Megan and I didn't write every song on that, on that, on that CD. My, my, they were intricately involved. Okay. You know, my yeah. sister wrote No Name Like the Name. Uh, my brother co-wrote the song called "Come Save Me." Um, him and I wrote the song "Amen." You know, so they they were intricate writers, also uh, mm-hmm. of great songs. How important is the writing for Rock in the Nations? 
Very important yeah. um, because we want the music to not only be engaging, but we want it to be saying something. Mm. You know, we want it. We don't want to just get up there. Oh, no, you know, no. but when we when we're singing again, we want to sing something that has a message and having that passion and living what we're singing about. Understood. You know? Now, you guys are married. How long? Yes. Six, six, six years, years. Going on six years. We always years, forget. Then. We always look at each other. And I know. Like, How it seems long like we've been, we've been married, married for like twenty know. years. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> is yeah. it? Is it a yeah. good thing, Megan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll ask I, her. I'm not good. asking you. Yeah. And it's good because <laughs> if I don't remember, he doesn't remember. So hey, yeah. you know, we're both won't be in trouble. Well, six, <laughs> six, six, six years is a milestone oh, in this yeah. day and time. Yes. Any children? We have two girls. Aurora, she is five. And she's already a little worship leader. You know, she's oh. oh all day. She's going through the house singing songs. Okay. And um, our one-year-old Alexa. So nice. Yeah. And she's she whenever she hears music in the house, she starts lifting her hands and swaying back and forth, you know, <laughs> yep. smiling. So they're already, you know, oh yeah, <laughs> nice. already in training already. They're getting primed yeah. already. Yeah. So how do you balance the ministry of music, the ministry of marriage, and the ministry of parenting? Because you guys are always on the go. Yeah. And well, the kids are always with us. I know, you know, just like driving up to New York. Oh, they're York, not here now. They're not here now. Yeah, they're with um, my father-in-law, Vince's yes. dad, okay. um, Vicente Senior. Yes. All right. Um, but they're they're really a blessing because even driving here, it's like an eighteen, nineteen-hour drive, and they're they're troopers. You know, oh, yeah. give them some snacks and a movie. You know, and they're good. And do they you understand know. what mom and dad are yeah. doing? Yeah. Yes. Okay. They're. I mean, it's it can be challenging at times trying to you know build a ministry and build an inheritance that you want to leave for your children to be able to take over and be a part of, um, you know, and having a marriage, having that time for each other, being able to take the kids to grand to grandma's house, you know, so we can go out and have a date night or things like that. Mm -hmm. Which hasn't happened in a while. I know. We've been so busy. busy. (laughs) Um, Never too busy for that. Make time, sir. Make time. So it's just having that balance, you know, because we have to have that time for each other. Uh, So we can sit down and talk about where do we see, RTN going, you know, where do we see what was the voice of God saying, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for RTN? Oh, Dios, me encuentro en tu presencia. Donde yo puedo TSC Music Radio's musical mission, RTN Rock in the Nations, and the song Breathless from their CD, New Tomorrow, and Espanol. Yes. Espanol. Which one, which one is Spanish? It's, 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 I'm, I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm Spanish. Yeah. I, it's funny because I tell people, I'm actually black, but you wouldn't tell by looking at me. Everybody thinks I'm Spanish, and everybody thinks he's black, but he's actually Spanish. For the benefit of our yeah. listeners, Vince <laughs> is kind of a dark-skinned, African-American-looking yeah. man, yeah. And, yes. and, and Megan, she looks Hispanic, but yes. you're really not. I'm right. I'm, my mom is black and my dad is white. So much for judging the outside, I know. folks. Yep. That's what's so funny. Yeah, I can't go into like a Spanish store without somebody, you know, coming up to me and I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> so we need to teach our kids Spanish. That's really, but um, yeah. the, the lesson there is, you yeah. know, man judges the outside, yeah. but God judges the right heart, huh? Yeah, Isn't that the truth. What about your own stories? I'm sure you both have your own individual testimonies. Yeah. Who would um, like to go first? Well, mine's probably shorter. Um, you know, grew up in a house. My father uh, dealt with battling alcoholism. Um, my mom has been through a lot of things in her life. My sister, my brother. So 
it's been a lot for me to have to listen to, you know, witness with my sister, you know, with my brother and things like that. And I've had to, for myself personally, I've watched what they've done and learned the do's and don'ts. You know what I'm saying? I kind of like, okay, No, I don't know what you're saying. Kind of like, okay, well, my brother was doing that and he got in trouble or this happened. I don't want to do that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So I didn't follow in those same paths that they did. Right. Um, But I've, you know, was loved school, worked, things like that. I wasn't a club person. I don't drink. I didn't, I never smoked, you know. So you didn't come from a deep, dark. Right. Just besides the family, usual family, you know, maybe dysfunctions or conflicts sometimes that everybody goes through. Um, I wasn't one of those party people, you know, things like that. I just wasn't in church. You know, I love singing. I was singing all the time and in theater and things like that. But um, I didn't get saved till I think 2004. Okay, but you said theater background, huh? Yeah, I was in. I went to Cypress Lake Center for the Arts in hmm. uh, Fort Myers okay. for four years. All right. How about yeah. you, Vince? Well, long story short, with my testimony. Long story um, short, with Vince. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. That's, that's, that's his. Uh, you know, I that's got, his theme. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I got got caught up. Easier said than done. Yeah, I, I know. know. Yeah, okay, I know. He's a, Vince is a talker. Yeah. 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 yeah well, you know, talk. I got caught up in um, you know, with girls as from a younger age, you know, um, and and um. You know, through that process, it actually distracted me. And so it kind of pushed back the time for for where I was actually supposed to be, where I where I at least where I thought I should have been in God as far as, you know, the maturity and in leadership in the church and things of that nature. And so as a young man, um, you know, I was a follower in the beginning, you know, following my friends to the clubs, doing all those things that Megan didn't do. And and then, um, you know. I hit rock bottom because at one point in my life and, you know, we don't really share this testimony much because it's, you know, it was still so fresh in the beginning before we got married. Um, but, you know, uh, got involved with a young lady and, 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 and she had a baby out of wedlock with me and, and the baby died after three months. And I mm. thought it was the end of the world for me. Mm. You know, I, 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 every time I went to bed, I said, God, please take me home. I have no, I have, there's no hope for me, no purpose, mm. you know, because it was, you know, the story was is that the young lady supposedly got raped around the same time that the baby was conceived. So when the baby was uh, in her stomach, we, I didn't know if it was really mine. Hmm. So the man pride took hold of me and I didn't even let my family know that I potentially had a kid on the way uh, because I didn't know if it was mine. And I felt embarrassed to say that, hmm. you know what I'm saying? And and so once the baby finally came, we did the test and and um, and finally told the church because I was still working for the church at the time. Mm-hmm. And got demoted, you know, and so I thought it was that, you know, and then when the baby passed away, I thought it was it. I was like, God, take me home. Remember, I was in a service with a young couple. I can't remember their names right now, but uh, they I know they traveled all over the country and they told their story about losing their daughter to 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 a disease. And the story goes on to say that she was upset with God. But then um, she found that the test of time healed her. And so they go around testifying that when you're able to 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 have a picture of the loved one and be able to smile, then you know that God has removed the pain. Hmm. And so it took about a year for me to kind of overcome that. And and um and then that's when I began to pick the pieces up. I mean, I I, I kind of didn't even think about girlfriends or anything like that. Didn't think about anything. Um, didn't even think I was going to find the right one because there were so many bumps along the way. And so about a year later, I ran into Megan, but it's a funny story. There was another young lady at the church, I think six months prior to meeting her, that I showed interest in. Gave my card to a lady from the choir that's a busybody, meaning she gossips. So I thought for sure this young lady would get the message that I had interest in her. Uh, you know, I see where this is going already. You know exactly where I'm going with uh, this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, go ahead. Yeah. So, so, so anyways, so, um, yeah. so the young lady never called me, never did anything. So, again, I went back in a shell of, oh, maybe I'm not good looking enough or maybe I'm not her type. Yeah. And, and so six months later, I was going, I was, as I was getting restored again, um, the pastor brought me slowly back into the music ministry, met Megan at a, at, at a um, college uh, service, yeah. caught her eye. Three weeks later, I asked her out on a date. I was I built up the courage. <laughs> and so what ended up happening was um, 
um, we I it was I remember it was November yeah. on and it was on a Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then we were gonna date on Saturday. I was gonna be our official Actually, date. It was October. Oct- oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Was it October? I'm, it was I'm sorry. October. October. She's so get it right, pal. I know. Right, I know. Get it right. <laughs> and so, um, so what was kind of cool was even though our date was set for Saturday, we actually ended up going on like a small dinner every day leading up to that because it just so happened she was on vacation and um and I and I had a flexible schedule. Yeah. And so we went on our official date. It was really great on Saturday. This is where it gets funny. On Saturday, or excuse me, on Sunday I'm working. Um cuz I I did many different jobs then. Yeah. Um on sa- Sunday I'm working. I get a phone call from the young lady 6 months prior that that I thought didn't care anything about me. So she goes, oh, Vince, you know, I didn't know that it was you all along. I thought it was someone else that was stalking me. Little did I know that the Lord didn't want that particular scenario to happen. And so God was testing me at that time. Was I going to um, say, okay, well, that's the one I really wanted, so I'm going to, you know, diss Megan? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, you know, but I already start, I found, I met someone this week and, you know, we're, we're dating. Nice. And so, <laughs> and then I think a day later, my ex-girlfriend which I was also seeking, I mean, hardcore for like almost a year. Oh, do I was going after her, the going same one that her. had the baby. Okay. She didn't want nothing to do with me. Oh, uh-huh. let's not go into All that. of a sudden, <laughs> she came back in a picture yeah. and wanted me again. I see. So the, oh, yeah. so the enemy brought distraction upon distraction because he knew what was going to happen, you know, yeah. or he saw the potential. And so that kind, of, that kind of gives you at least a story of how Megan and I kind of started. Yeah. yeah, and six months, six um, months later, well, you, we, we started dating in October. Yes, he proposed to me in two thousand. Is it two thousand six? Yeah, yeah, two thousand six in February on, on, Valentine's, on Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. He came in because I was an assistant manager at Publix in the deli, yeah. and he came in and was like, got on the loudspeaker and was like, yes. Megan, Ed, Megan. Oh, well, it wasn't Edmund yet. Yeah. He was like, Megan said in this is. Vince Edmund and I'm asking you to marry me like wow. over the entire speaker okay. in Publix and like he was up there he had a huge teddy bear and roses yep. and a balloon and a ring and he proposed uh, yes. in the store but I was like yeah so <laughs> yeah. and then a month and a half later we got married so it was like six months yeah you know between uh dating engagement yep. and getting married God yeah. just redeemed yeah. the time Nice I mean, everything touch, like, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know I, the boldness just I kicked know. in. It huh? did. It really did. Well I'm glad that yeah. uh you were mm-hmm. able to keep the blinders on and yes. look yes. straight ahead. It was definitely God. <laughs> Amen. Great yeah. testimonies. Obviously, the Lord has done some great things in your lives and has continues to do great things mm-hmm. in your lives. We've had a taste of your CD throughout the podcast. Yes. But we would really like it if you could bless us with a live rendition of a song that the Lord brings to your heart. You guys up for that? Absolutely. Sure. Great. When we return on MWM, it's RTN, Rockin' the Nations. Vince and Megan Edmond live when Music with a Mission continues. Attention junior high school students ages 12 to 14. Junior high ministry takes place every Sunday in room 316 at 10 a.m. Come worship God, get into his word, and let him take you to a higher level. And high school students, there's a small group especially for you in the Education Annex on the second floor at 4 p.m. Study God's Word, build new friendships, and openly share and discuss life issues with your peers. For updates and details, visit our website, tscnyc.org. TSC, Music Radio, where God is. Music with a Mission, back with Rockin' the Nations, who have promised to bless us with a song from their treasure chests of songs. I'm assuming they have so many. Uh, before you do that, though, let me ask you this. I, you know, I was listening to the, the songs, uh, the samples of such. Um, do you think your songs are vertical enough? In other words, some Christian song lyrics speak only of the glory of God and the attributes of the Lord. Yes. Vertical. And some songs speak about life circumstances and situations and point to the Lord as a way out. Yes. Not as vertical. Sure. That's actually a good question. And, um, um, all of our lyrics. In fact, my dad also taught me this from a young age. Uh, we need to worship God vertically. And so even though there was some pain from the ministry, you know, and, and, you know, in its entirety, we didn't write lyrics based on that experience. That wasn't what the Lord was telling us to do. Mm -hmm. The Lord specifically told us if you're to go to the nations, if you're a, a, a team 
that I can show myself strong in. Your message has to be able to hit people in Africa. They have to be able to feel your music because mm-hmm. they don't know your testimony per se in, in Florida or in, 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 in South America or Asia. And so, yes, our music is vertical. We do have a couple songs on there that that would be a song that we would that that songs of hope, mm-hmm. you know, where if someone that's not saved, we can ease them into a song like New Tomorrow. Um, or a song like "Come Save Me," that would be more uh, horizontal from a standpoint of uh, 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 of a song that 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 engages the person into into Christ. Okay, you know, but everything else so talks I think about that song Jesus. Starts off horizontal, then vertical. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because of the way it talks about saying, "Come save me, come save me now." So, exactly. which is more important for you guys? I mean, is it better for you to ease people in with a horizontal song, or to hit them straight on with a vertical song? I I go sh- straight with the vertical. I'll I'll jump yeah. right into it. Sometimes okay. people are kind of like, but I mean, I've seen it happen a lot of times where some people will kind of start out kind of like, okay, what's happening? But by the end of the service or by the end of the song, they're standing up and they're worshiping God. And, mm-hmm. you know, so. Why don't I mean, you give us an idea of what you're talking about? That's, per- sure. that's a good example. Like, that's um, a great cue. I like I'll, that. I'll, I'll give you a good <laughs> segue. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> So won't you let this be a sacrifice? Let me dedicate my life to worship you, you. So won't you let this be a sacrifice? Let me dedicate my life. To worship you, you. So won't you let this be a sacrifice? Let me dedicate my life to worship you, you. I'm a lover of your presence. I'm a lover of your presence so won't you let this be a sacrifice let me dedicate Let me dedicate my life to worship you, you. So won't you let this be a sacrifice? Let me dedicate my life to worship you, you. I'm a lover of your presence I'm a lover of your presence I'm a lover of your presence God I'm a lover of your presence I'm a lover of your presence God we just worship you God stirring deep inside you're all that really satisfies we worship you you hold this passion stirring deep inside you're all that really satisfies we worship you you 
been stirring deep inside your hope that really satisfies we worship you Rock of the Nations. Beautiful. Thank you, sir. Beautiful. If you call me sir one more time. <laughs> Megan, you got a little overwhelmed. I, every time I sing that song, I just, it just, every time. What are you feeling right now? God is so, he's so awesome and he's so worthy. Just to be at that place of brokenness. Mm-hmm. And to understand that, that we can't do it without him. Thank yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful song. Yeah. Great CD. You guys are a great couple. God's doing an awesome thing in your lives. Yeah, he, it's very humbling. It will be interesting to know where he takes you next. It is. You're heading back down south? You were going back home uh, to Florida. Um, actually, we, we go back home Monday. Then we f- actually fly back to New York. We're doing some ministry at a, at a, at a church here. Um, part of the dynamic of Megan and I is um, I also preach. Oh. Um, so when we come back to New York, I'm preaching at a, a church in in, the, in Brooklyn. They have two locations. Okay. And um, we also do workshops. I know Pastor Greg uh, does workshops here also, and um, he has he has a great ministry. Um, and um, I already had a conversation with him, and I told him, I, I need someone like you. I need a mentor, someone to steer me in the right direction, um, you know, because we I haven't really had that. Yeah, uh, he has a knack for doing that. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and if he could find time out of this, out of the great ministry that the Lord has honored him to lead people into worship here at Times Square Church, um, I would love to pick his brain from time to time. But, but you know, so we do music workshops also. Yeah. Um, at our time here in New York, we did three right. at a couple of churches. And um, and then, of course, we do the, the worship, you know, everywhere we go. And, and I think people always shop because they think we're going to come up and kind of do like almost like selections from like a artist standpoint. Right. I don't, we don't really consider ourselves artists. We're worship leaders. 
You know, we you know, so our music isn't going to really come from an artist standpoint. If you'll allow me to say that, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's, no, it, it, you know, it, it's needed, and and you know, but but we're really worship leaders. Okay, that 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 the Lord just called. Vince and Megan Edmond. Yes. No S. No S. Edmund. And no O. And no O. People try to put that O in there too. R O C K I N the Nations.com. Check yes. them out. I'll give a good idea of their music, their ministry, and, and what God is doing in their lives. It's great to have you on Music and Mission. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having us. We're so honored that you guys took time out of your schedule to just look over our information and say, you know what, that's a couple that we'd love to share their ministry with your listening audience and so again we thank pastor greg and the whole staff here at times square church for having us take joy my king in what you hear and let it be a sweet sound in your ear we sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear we also hope you'll join the conversation online because music with a mission doesn't end here so check out tsc music on facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates follow us on twitter at tsc music tweet for live tweets during every podcast interview. You can even tweet your questions for our podcast guests by using the hashtag MWMPodcast. And of course, you can always email us at music at timesquarechurch.org or visit the website, tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. Coming up next week, we've got drummer and music producer from Hope Center Arts in Jersey City. It's Daniel Steele on Music with a Mission. And remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a Mission. Music with a Mission.